You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 64. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. I wanted to make this episode because a client of mine told me about one of her friends sharing her experiences with dating apps. And these experiences were not good. It was quite discouraging, in fact. The friend had tried a number of apps without finding a partner, and she wanted to update my client on in what ways all the apps have disadvantages and what kind of men and bad experiences to expect in the different apps. And so I told her to never listen to someone who tried a number of apps and then went offline without having met someone. And in general, don't listen to all the horror stories or just negative talk about the apps because there are more good things to be said than bad about online dating. And the statistics actually has data in favor of the apps. So I told her, I'm going to find some data to you and send them. And so I did a brief research and I was positively surprised of what I found. So I immediately thought, I'm going to share this on the podcast. People need to know this and I'm sure you will find it motivating and inspiring. And this is what I want to share with you today because I know a lot of you are smart women who like to get some actual data and numbers behind the statements. You like when it is based on real surveys and statistics and not just some opinion or personal experience. But first I want to just share a few reflections on dating app mindset and offer you some new perspectives. We often hear about the horror stories of dating apps. We rarely hear about the happy couples who found each other through a dating app. Somehow these stories don't spread as fast as the others or they don't catch on in the same way. But try to imagine a world without online dating. It's not even that long ago. You only get to meet the men that live in your neighborhood or in the areas where you go. The cafes, restaurants, concerts, events, museums, parks and so on or private parties at friends' places, the places you go physically. How many men would you meet in a week? Let's say you go out three times during the week. How many men would you talk to, and how many of these would be single? Less than 10 probably, unless you're very outgoing and very talkative. So how many men can you connect with in one to two hours on a dating app? It's way more than 10, right? And it's not only a question of numbers, it could be that these 10 guys, even if they do live in your city, you would have never met them in real life because you have different activities and your daily circles do not overlap. So I personally cannot imagine a world without dating apps or online dating. I think it's a gift to anyone introverted who likes to connect with a potential partner semi-anonymously and in a quiet setting that offers possibility to think and reflect as opposed to in a noisy nightclub or through a friend who expects to get a report afterwards. 
But even if you are not introverted, I also think it's a gift to anyone who wants to date more efficiently and explore possibilities that are available on a wider scale. Get connected with men that are outside your circles. So, of course, as a dating coach, I am in favor of the dating apps and I personally believe they have way more good to offer than bad and it's just a question of using them the right way. I also, of course, have a lot of evidence from my clients that you can meet a long-term partner online. So I want to offer you this. A dating app or any online dating platform is completely neutral. It's just a platform where people can meet. It's like an email provider, Yahoo or Gmail, for instance. You wouldn't opt out of emails just because you see there's a lot of spam. You wouldn't say, I prefer not to be on mail. People who want to reach me can do so by paper mail, because I know someone who got so many spam emails from people lying about who they were and trying to trick them in to give them money. Now, this happens all the time and we don't even notice that anymore. We just delete the mail or report it as spam without the drama. We don't open the spam mails and respond to them and ask people to stop sending them and then tell our friends about all the spam we have received lately. We just report them as spam and move on. End of story. Because we do want the emails that are important to us, we do find emailing much easier than paper mail or even sometimes calling someone. So we stay connected via emails. And in my experience, the women who are most likely to succeed in finding a good partner online are those who preserve their energy for the potential good matches and who do not get caught up in complaining about the spam, fake profiles, online bots or profiles of men who have really bad photos and do not write anything interesting. It's the women who understand that this is part of the game and who manage to let it go without wasting any energy on that and then redirect their focus to what they are looking for. And if they don't see any interesting men they want to match with today, then they remind themselves that new men are joining the apps every single day and they can go back tomorrow and they can even open a profile in another app. They become resourceful and come up with ideas, solutions, new things to try, without making it mean that online dating is hard and draining and the apps don't work. Alright, enough about the mindset, now let's dive into the statistics. There is almost 8,000 dating apps or online platforms worldwide, and there are apps for all kinds of niches. There are apps for people who loves beards, who has a beard, or who want to date someone with a beard. People who loves bacon. People who lives a gluten-free life and apps that connect people based on the preference in salad. Apps for people who are fans of Star Trek, people who are particularly tall, or people who loves horses. And there are local apps that are sometimes more popular than the big international apps. As of now, Tinder is the biggest app, and for many of you it has a reputation of being a hookup app. But in reality, it's not. According to a survey, 80% of Tinder users say that they are there for a meaningful relationship, not a hookup. Of course, this is self-reported numbers, but that's really all you can do in these kind of surveys. 
Being on or having been on a dating app is more normal than not. Most singles in America, for instance, have experience with dating apps. And 62% of all people on the apps are men, so you ladies have an advantage. But here's what I think is the good news and the reason why I wanted to share this with you. According to which sources you trust most, between 12 and 33% of online daters end up being married with someone they meet in the app. And meeting your future husband on a dating app is actually today the single most frequent way of meeting someone in the US. More people meet their husband in a dating app than through friends or at work. So dating apps have now surpassed the traditional way of meeting a long-term partner, at least in the US. And this is also the trend for the rest of the world as online dating is becoming more and more the norm. There is also a study showing that when a couple meets online, they are faster at transitioning into marriage than someone who meet each other organically. And not only that, there is a study, again this is an American study, that showed that married couples who met each other online report more relationship satisfaction than those who met each other organically. This study was made with 19,000 married couples after they had been married for 6 to 7 years, so at a time where it's no longer the honeymoon phase. Also, the study showed that married couples who met online were less likely to split up. And this was valid even after correcting for demographic differences such as education or socioeconomic status and so on. These data are of course really positive for someone looking to get married, but if you're not looking for that but just want a long-term relationship, I still want to encourage you to see this as positive, because it basically means that meeting your future partner online does not predict lower satisfaction long-term. It actually seems to be the opposite. You could have an advantage when you find a partner online. So, unfortunately, this study did not go deeper into investigating the reasons why it seems to be an advantage to meet a long-term partner online. It is purely a statistical study, but you can imagine different hypotheses that could explain this. It could be, for instance, that when you go online to find a partner, you are more serious about wanting a long-term relationship. There is a conscious decision behind it's not just that you meet someone at a random event. So you might have gone through a lot of reflections about how much you want a relationship and you might be more dedicated to commit and making it work. Another hypothesis could be that when you have access to a larger pool of potential partners, you can be more selective and therefore you can find someone who matches you better. So this could lead to better compatibility and long-term relationship satisfaction. And then again, another explanation could be that in some of the apps, there is a matching algorithm that directs you to people who match you on the parameters that you've answered questions about. So this is of course only valid for the apps where you have to answer a lot of questions when you set up a profile. So just to recap, the good data on the dating apps there are lots of men on the dating apps, and a large majority are indeed looking for a serious relationship, even on Tinder. 
Online dating has become the most frequent way of meeting a spouse in America. And meeting your future partner online seems to pave the way for better relationship satisfaction and a lower risk of breakup. So I want you to have that in mind if you think of dating apps as the worst that ever happened to dating and something that only serves to disconnect people even more and offer a platform for scammers and bots. The reality is that far more people have success in the apps than those who quit online dating because they didn't have success. And according to the statistics, it's around 1 in 10 that leave the apps after 3 months for reasons that the studies don't mention. So it could of course be that they found love already, but also note that some of them give up because they don't have the right mindset and they allow the bad profiles and scammers to take all the energy that was meant for their future partner. Which is why you should work with a dating coach. Come work with me so I can help you feel like the confident catch you are inside and so you can create a fun and exciting man funnel and attract the best man you ever had. All you need to do is book a call on the link in the show notes or on my Instagram bio at LerkeTheLoveCoach so we can chat about the possibilities. So this was all that I had for you today. Have a wonderful week and have fun with your online dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 